Welcome to A Woman's Clarity, a new program by C2P. A Woman's Clarity aims to help both women and men in the financial services industry reach their full potential by interacting with like-minded, strong, and motivated holistic advisors. We've partnered within our network of institutional and carrier partners to bring expertise, advice, tips, and more from talented female leaders, professionals, and practitioners from the finance sector. Welcome to A Woman's Clarity. I am Kirsten Schlumbaum, Vice President of Insurance Sales here at C2P. And I am super excited when we get to talk about women's issues, especially with our friends at BlackRock. I actually teased this up a few weeks ago on Coffee Break. And so you're going to hear a few familiar voices, but I'm pleased to have with us today, Jen Taboda, Director of Wealth and Education Specialties at BlackRock, and Carrie Schroen, who's a Managing Director of BlackRock for their Model Portfolios for Women. So two topics we're going to cover today that I'm very excited about because I love using the resources with our carrier partners and institutional partners to help our advisors. We're going to talk about engaging women investors and the model portfolios for women that BlackRock has introduced. But before we do that, I'd like to invite Jen and Carrie to tell us a little bit about their background in financial services and what brought them to BlackRock. So Jen, Carrie. Excellent. Thank you so much, Kirsten. And thank you so much again for having us here today. Honestly, it's a great honor. And I always love joining your group. But yes, as to how I came about to BlackRock, honestly, I think I've spent most of my career here at BlackRock. I've spent over 15 years. So thankfully, we don't have video on here. You can't tell how old I am. <laughs> Let's just assume I started at 15. <laughs> but yes, I've been here for, for a rather long time. I did start off in sales, covering advisors in the Georgia and Alabama area. And then I pivoted throughout my years into specializing in education. It's just something that has always been of interest to me. And I love, one of the largest things I love about my job is just spending time with you as clients and your end clients, helping to educate them on financial planning topics like the importance of women wealth and well-being. So for the past like six or seven years, I've really just focused on topics like social security, Medicare, and women. Specifically women, I think it's a topic that's like true and near to my heart, I guess. And, and Carrie probably share the same sentiment is that being a woman in the financial industry, we are one and few far between. Right? I'm probably one of like 500 out of the sales force where mostly it's male. So I've made it my goal, my, my career here in helping others understand the importance of taking control of their financial foundation, especially women. And I think it came a lot from my family and being a minority, I'm Cuban American. So first generation, my whole family came from Cuba and they had absolutely no financial skill, literacy skills whatsoever. My parents have done so well in life and honestly, without knowing any of those tools right? and throughout the years, I've really kind of helped them put those in place so that they could eventually retire after spending all those years setting us up for success. So again, topic very true and dear to my heart, just because of my up bringing and just being here at BlackRock. But I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Carrie to kind of give her a little bit about her and how she came to be here at BlackRock as well. 
Done. Thank you. And Kirsten, thank you for having us. We're so delighted to be a partner with your firm and have the opportunity to, to spend time with your advisors and appreciate the trust you place in us to do events like this, as well as manage money for your clients. We don't take that lightly and the responsibility associated. So thank you. My role here at the firm is I wear a couple of hats. My day job is to manage a team of incredible colleagues who are in major metro markets along the central and east coast of the U.S. as they go out and meet with financial advisors such as yourself across the country, talk to them about the capital markets, about portfolio construction, and importantly, about their own practice and how BlackRock can really help them implement solutions that create more time, more capacity to serve clients in a higher, in a higher way. My dual mandate is, as you mentioned, as a co-head of Model Portfolios for Women. And I know in a bit, we'll probably come on to how those originated and the backstory there. But similar to Jen and to you, I share a strong passion for development of colleagues of women entering the business today. You know, I have three sisters. My mom and dad are incredibly hardworking people. And my mom was a public school teacher in the inner city in Cleveland for 35 years. And she was very proud of the work she did and the pension that she earned. And frankly, their ability to save outside of that pension is what has created a beautiful life for them. My dad worked in the banking industry and had a, a deep amount of financial literacy being a CPA by trade. I don't see that with the majority of my contemporaries today, even with many women declaring head of household or being the primary breadwinner in their families. We tend to think about our investments and savings more of a household budgeting perspective. And when we're coming into our mid-late 40s, like a lot of my friends and I, and having higher earning potential, we start to realize both two things. One, what we're earning and how much we need to be saving and investing. And two, how short our time frame is between where we are today and those retirement goals or sending children to college and funding all of these different topics. So my passion, of course, being uh, identifying as female, being a woman today in our industry, I had an organic passion there. BlackRock really lit the spark for me. Being at this firm gave me a voice, an opportunity, a platform to, to speak and help others, both internally and externally to the firm, whether it was through our women's organization, through our client seminars, women, wealth, and well-being, or through the investment portfolios and research we're now doing to provide better portfolios for women investors. So again, thank you. I'm excited for the discussion today. Well, thank you both for being here. It's not it's not every day I get the opportunity to speak with well-versed women like yourselves in financial services industries about their passion for behind the scenes of getting our advisors in front of more people and creating the solution. So thank you so much for being here because it's early on the West Coast. I have my coffee, but speaking with you really fills my bucket. So again, thank you for being here. You both kind of touched on this, but I do, before we get into your individual specialties, I do want to talk about the why, because I think it's so important to lay, lay the groundwork on the why. So Carrie, Jen, would you share with us a little bit more about the why? What prompted you but to get more involved with the Women's Initiative at BlackRock? I know you touched on it somewhat, talking about your families, but I know that there's more behind the story. So 
either one of you want to share. Jen has her microphone off, so. Yeah, so I guess I'm teed up. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. I think one of the major drivers in in really loving this topic, right, and, and really diving deep is just the fact that we've seen a rise of influence of women in financial decisions. And yes, it does help that I'm a female here in the industry. So it, it, it again, it, it is true and dear to my heart being the fact that we do realize there are some gaps and some differences when it comes to being female in regards to their finances um, and their retirement, right? Women are unique and we hold very unique characteristics when it comes to planning. And once we can realize that there is that gap, right? Just being the fact that women do live longer. A lot of times there's pay gaps on top of it. We spend a lot of time outside of the workforce, taking care of family and children. And we're kind of already set behind in regards to reaching our goals. And I've made it my goal here at BlackRock to really help other clients, right? Your clients reach their goals by making sure that they are filling in that gap when it comes to their retirement and finances and understand why it is that they are so unique and the importance of making some of those financial decisions on their own, even if they're not already making them. I'll continue to do so to do that here at, at BlackRock, but I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to Carrie for her thoughts and comments. As it relates to our women's initiatives within BlackRock, Kirsten, I found it so interesting as we were developing these presentations, we're, we're on the investment and client side of our business. The vast majority of our firm is operations, marketing, technology. We have our Aladdin division, which is one of the largest, our technology division, which is one of the largest parts of our firm now. And I kept hearing from colleagues years ago that gosh, they would love to be able to go to a seminar to learn about the investing that we're doing and, and basic finance. And I thought, gosh, we really take for granted that of our 16,000 employees, that they all have the financial literacy that we're so fortunate to be exposed to on a day-to-day -day basis. So that was one of the real areas that excited me about broadening out the work that we're doing and engaging the women's network. And I also, I've had a phenomenal experience here at the firm. I've worked a number of other places. I've been in the industry 23 years now. And I would say my experience here is markedly different than it was at other firms. And I want that for not just my colleagues here, but I would love to inspire change across the industry and lead by example, within BlackRock of how great this business can be when we all come together and use our convening power for both ourselves within the industry, as well as our clients and show up to reflect what they're probably looking for within their own firms. I love that. You really touched on something that's actually near and dear to my heart. It's the education portion of what we do. Every day we get an awesome opportunity to share our story, educate and train and help either financial, invest financial advisors or investors get to their retirement. And I think we get to use it, our voices in such a powerful way to help spread that message that it's great that BlackRock has taken the time to put the content together, to put the thought behind it, and to really, for lack of a better phrase, put their money where their mouth is and put it to good use. So that's going to lead me to our first topic really is engaging women investors. And Jen, can you share with us what the genesis behind creating your women's content and the seminar that is called, what is it? The Engaging Women Investors Seminar. 
Absolutely. And question. Honestly, I want to first start off with one of, I think it, it was honestly a time in my life that kind of set the light bulb off and and, I, and we started thinking about making sure that we come up with a seminar to help financial advisors, financial professionals engage women investors. And the reason why, and this is one of the major reasons is that, you know, I saw it firsthand. I, over the last decade, I started helping out my parents get, like I said, getting ready for retirement. And my mom, fun fact, she is the major breadwinner in the household. She's a major contributor and both my parents work, but you know, she makes most of all the financial decisions, et cetera. And so we set her up with a financial advisor. I set her up with a financial advisor to help kind of get started in regards to her retirement about a decade ago. And I found that even the fact that I we work with so many financial professionals, amazing people out there, I realized that even though, you know, we do this, sometimes we don't do this well, right? Even our top teams actually made mistakes when it comes to engaging individuals like my parents. I set them up with my parents. Again, I could work with millions of advisors all over the, the country. I picked one of our top clients and the meeting went horribly wrong. Why? Because he really was engaging only with my father. He wasn't engaging with my mother. It turned the conversation immediately the wrong direction the moment they had started their meeting, right? And one of this top teams lost my parents as clients simply because they didn't take the time to really understand who they are, what it is they want, and the fact that my mom is a major contributor. And right there alone, like, of course, that made her very upset. She called me immediately. She's like, Jen, this is not going to work out. She's like, he was directing all the questions to your father. And just to make you laugh, my father's like going deaf. So it's literally going on deaf's ears. He was, he just sits there and nods until my mom kind of gives him the cue as to what to say or do. So it was really just a bad overall experience. But the whole point is that you might think that you do this well, but there's always room for improvement, right? There's always ways that you can have conversations with women to have a, be have a better relationship and a lot of the times, and, and, I'll, and I'm going to go over some of that information in a few minutes, but it seems common sense, but it's not necessarily common practice. So that's kind of why uh, I, after we've developed the Women, Wealth, and Wellbeing program for our end clients, I realized listen, we really need to help coach our clients in having those conversations, right? And that's, we, we've already had the Earn Tomorrow's clients, which kind of goes over the changing demographics, right? We have our Black Investor Seminar, Hispanic, LGBTQ. And while we've had a client seminar, again, on that women investing for over a decade, I continue, was being asked when I presented it to give thoughts on how advisors could attract more women investors, how they could structure their own teams to serve them. And that's kind of how we started working on that engaging women investors and its corresponding advisor guides that we've come up with to help all of you have better relationships, better conversations, and therefore hopefully increase your overall business. What a, what a great background for you and your family, but you hit on something I think is really important. It's, it's, we were given, like you, we say this all the time, we're given two ears and one mouth. We have to take time to listen. But our, we also have to watch our audience and look at the body language and read the room and know. I'm sure your mother was giving cues that said, hey, over here, I'm the one. But 
they didn't listen. So that's so powerful. And I'm really excited that when you roll this content out, what was the client reception to it? Like what was the out like result? Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I was blown away by the receptivity. Our the clients just loved this content. And I think it's just because, you know, we've developed it in a way where not only we go over how far women come, but more importantly, some of the challenges that we still face. And because of those challenges, what can we do to better help you achieve those goals? So we've structured this the seminar to really just focus on the psychology of investing, some of those key major mistakes that individuals make when it comes to their financial decisions. And hopefully once they identify them, they could avoid them right in the future. More importantly, also just really understanding what wealth really means to you, right? Getting that understanding so that the advisor, you yourself can then help them, re help them guide them to setting up those goals and therefore attaining them. We go over the structure of setting a financial foundation, meaning getting organized, talking about your assets, liabilities, setting up your goals in regards to timelines and needs versus wants. And more importantly, investing so that you can go ahead and actually achieve those goals. And then specifically going over why it is that women are unique when it comes to their retirement and their finances. And talking about some of those gaps and ways to fill in those gaps by focusing on the fact that, for example, you'll likely spend more time in a possibility in, in long, needing long-term care, nursing facilities. You're going to spend a lot more in regards to your finances and, and healthcare, right? We live longer and therefore it's going to be more expensive in regards to healthcare. And to bridge that gap, you can look at areas like social security, Medicare to maximize what you already have. And then the importance of really just focusing on areas where women more likely will find themselves than maybe their male counterparts, like widowhood, right? Like divorce, et cetera. So we really just, I personally love this presentation, this, this seminar, just because I think it, it, it gives a little bit of everything that we have to offer, right? We have seminars in every one of those topics I just mentioned, but you get to hear it in one kit and caboodle and women once they, we finish the seminar, they feel empowered. They feel like, okay, I could do this. They feel a little less anxious as to making those, some of those financial decisions. I think a lot of time women don't seek that help because they feel like they don't know enough about their finances. So they don't feel comfortable in that setting. And I think afterwards, it kind of just shows that it's not as hard as it looks, right? That there is help out there and there are ways areas that you need to focus on. I did want to spend a few seconds though, just kind of discussing like some of the successes in regards to how the seminar is used. Like, yes, we have a seminar education piece that we provide for your end clients, right? In, in regards to their women wealth and their well-being. But I've seen it mostly the best way I've seen it used are for those financial advisors that actually partner, for example, with a small business in their area. That's where we see more clients involved. We see more prospects and therefore we see a better outcome. And I'll tell you why, right? Yes, you can invite just your clients, but at the end of the day, you want your prospects. You want to connect with CPAs, attorneys as well, but also within your your area so that you can then engage those women clients and have more access to them. And for example, we had one, one individual where 
they set up a, they worked with a esthetician in the area. Come on, women, we all love health skincare. We, none of us love aging. The esthetician came in, talked about skincare, talked about their services. And then I followed up with the financial piece. And on overall, we had such a great time. All the women loved it. I've seen it where they partnered up with yoga studios and wineries. And there are ways to do this to really engage women in areas that they actually enjoy and want to hear about. And again, that's just an example of a really a way that I've seen it work really well. I love it. I love the uniqueness of how you're attracting and really retaining female clients. And one question I have, I wanted to circle back to the presentation because I didn't ask this originally is how long is this presentation been around because obviously you're having success with it. So when was it created? Yeah. So it was, we've had this presentation honestly for about 10 years, but we've revamped it about four years ago and we update it every single year. We launched the new advisor seminar and guides about a year ago as well. So this happens to be actually one of our most requested seminars, which I love. Right. So if you are ever interested, obviously I would be more than happy to kind of send out information on the seminar. We actually have even links of the recording of myself giving it. So you can kind of get a preview as to oh, I love that. what it sounds and looks like. Exactly. It's typically about 50 minutes and we leave about 10 minutes for questions. But of course, listen, we make this to go around you, right? So if you're saying we only have a half hour, then half hour it is, right? But we'll really just tailor it to you and your clients so that we get the best outcome possible. I love the Black Rocks and your willingness to work with our advisors and other financial professionals in the industry. My question for you is, do you have any advice for myself and C2P as we're building out our Women's Clarity Program and content for women and the men that support us? Yeah, absolutely. I would say one of the best advice I can give is just leverage research. You know, you're, you're going to leverage research and numbers to help display impact. But remember that focusing on soft skills is generally more important than the hard facts, right? I would focus more on ways to build better connections, like integrating coaching, building a more diverse and inclusive team, right? By updating how you search and screen for candidates, right? Provide mentorship training and leadership development opportunities, working on cultivating and engaging a network of partners outside of that CPA attorney relationship, like I mentioned before. All of these increase diversity as well as breadth and depth of expertise, which then obviously helps you then get closer to that goal. Awesome. Jen, thank you so much for sharing that and sharing your presentation. Anybody listening as part of our organization, I will have access to these presentations. We're willing to share and help you grow your footprint. But besides offering a presentation, we want to offer solutions with BlackRock. And Carrie, this is so exciting to me, having a model portfolio for women. What was the, the idea behind this and the creation of the BlackRock model portfolio for women? So share with me. I want to get into your head and hear all about it. <laughs> Thank you, Kirsten. This has been six years in the making. And I think that, again, it's kind of the fun thing about this firm. We're really encouraged to innovate on behalf of our client benefit. And my husband always talks about how I would be up at night. Like I had a notebook next to my bed that had a little stiletto on it and a pen. And I would just in the night, wake up and think of ideas for the models. The, the background is that I used to give as a market leader at other firms or at BlackRock, the women in investing presentation. 
And you made a great point, as did Jen, about we do a lot of education today, but we really need to offer a solution that when somebody walks away from that conversation with the advisor, how does the advisor help them take action to close the gap on their investing, saving, and take control in a bigger way in their future? So these models were really a passion between myself, a couple partners within the firm, Stephanie Epstein, who happens to be our global head of models infrastructure, as well as third-party manager research. She spearheaded something that we should offer to your team as well, which is the BlackRock Investor Pulse Survey. We do that for both private clients, the survey, as well as for our retirement business the largest survey of individual investors in the world. We've recently surveyed over 25,000 individual investors globally. And the data that we pull from those surveys was so compelling. When people identify as female, the differences, and Jen includes a lot of this work in her discussion with advisors and end clients about the differences, the concerns and care that women have, as well as the three major factors that affect women's investment cycle quite differently. One is longevity. Women live five and a half years longer on average, according to the US census, than if I had a twin brother born in my same home, same genetic makeup, same environmental factors. Longevity is telling us that I'm gonna have almost a full market cycle of life experience at the end of my life. We know the statistics today that women earn on average 82 cents on the dollar here domestically versus our male colleagues in the same industry. And I've been asked recently, but, you know, aren't newer entrants into the workforce, aren't younger generations closing that gap? And sadly, the answer to that is no. The most recent census data is 2019. It came out just in earlier January. Within three years of postgraduate degree work, so we're talking about physicians, we're talking about engineers, entrance into financial services, within three years, that 20 cent on the dollar gap is actually already existing. And the third component that affect women, we talked about longevity, we talked about an income gap. The third is time out of the workforce. On average, women in the US take just over a year out of their working timeframe in order to care for children or aging parents. That has a compounding effect on a number of different parts of their career or their savings pattern. And when we factor in things such as race or ethnicity, those numbers are actually quite a bit wider. So it's incredibly important for us, as Jen mentioned, to think about the way that we engage and approach clients. You mentioned two ears, one mouth and listening. There's probably a lot of advisors, Kirsten, listening today who are saying, wow, I have totally missed this with my female clients. Yes, we want to help people prospect for new women clients, but one of the biggest challenges I see with financial advisors today is through these life events of death or divorce, many women tend to leave the financial advisor they're currently working with. If you have a book of female clients or female partners within your practice where you haven't engaged, I think these one-pagers make an excellent way to go back to them and say, person, I've missed this. I have been meeting with you and your partner, your spouse for the last 15 years. And gosh, I have learned something new. I attended a podcast hosted by my firm in BlackRock where I learned a few critical differentiators for your investing timeline. And you'll have to excuse me, but I think this is incredibly important that we re-engage today in a different way. 
but just being authentic about the fact that there was a gap there that maybe you didn't recognize or address previously yeah can create durability in your partnership your relationship and then provide more prospects coming into your to your practice the other thing we should mention is blackrock.com backslash women it's a tech ecosystem just for our financial advisors where you can access quite a bit of information on all things as it relates to improving the financial literacy and investment portfolios for women you're able to look at our model portfolios for women, which we can get into some of the, the cooler elements of portfolio construction on. You could take a look at what you're currently suggesting as a portfolio for women today versus BlackRock's portfolio managers and the quantitative analysis that they have provided in a model's evaluation side by side to look at just how different our projection is for a successful outcome for women. Carrie, you've just given me such a mind-blowing wealth of knowledge. I love it. But you just prompted another question that I, I want to just throw out there for, for yourself or Jen to kind of help me and our advisors because you're giving me powerful solutions. How do we better attract and retain female clients to capture and share the wealth? Jen? Carrie. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll definitely take that. I mean, Carrie, I mean, she, she definitely talked about it just now in some detail, but this is the good news is I can talk about this forever. The bad news is a podcast. We have limited time, but so, <laughs> but the, the, it, we do have an entire seminar built for this, right? Like I mentioned, the women wealth and well-being is for your end client, but we realized there was a need to help advisors have better conversations, capture more women within their business, and then also add women to their to to their teams. And the goal of the presentation, which is called Engaging Women, is to help equip you with a roadmap to really embody a new mindset and execute on a proven approach to engage new clients, grow your business with women investors. Now, of course, this is easier said than done, but we've actually partnered with Willow. Uh, it's a women-focused financial life coaching platform that helps financial professionals to really better serve women clients' needs. Their E3 framework is proven to help advisors better connect and deepen their relationships with women. Now that E3 framework being empathy, right? Education and empowerment. Now showing prospects and clients that you understand and care about them is critical. Just like Carrie just mentioned, that true authenticity of making that connection is so important. Taking the time to help her understand the choices she has in front of her and how they will impact her, her family and her future, right? So by definition, power means you want to obviously give power to someone else, but your women clients will be looking to you for guidance. And that doesn't mean that you should just tell them what to do, right? By showing them that you understand what is important and offering information in a way that they can understand, you'll ultimately empower them to make that decision for themselves, right? Leading them with that empathy, education, and empowerment will enable you to earn and build trust with women investors, right? That trust is that cornerstone of that advisor-client relationship. Now, with that foundation in mind, we then build on tools and tips to earning and retaining those existing clients, as well as like kind of setting you up for success with approaching women prospects. So for example, we could, we would discuss some proven strategies that you can help to engage women clients, just like finding your niche, right? Women are, are not a single market. However, women within a specific demographic are likely to share interests, your needs, preferences. These segments could be based on a range of attributes, most commonly, you like, for example, that financial position in the family. Maybe it's her, the profession or the life stage or life journey she's currently experiencing. 
if you're not sure where to begin the segmentation, right, or, or how to look at it, I'll give you a tip from advisors we actually work with. Start by just thinking about your existing female clients and look for commonalities among them, right? What types of women clients do you feel you best connect with? Are you best suited to serve, right? The goal is to create a community of like-minded individuals with whom you can easily find common ground and build an authentic connection with. Some common personas when it comes to women's financial position with their families, breadwinner, financial contributor, contributor, right? Your non-financial spouse, um, a single run household, right? Identifying that segment by profession or industry could just help you create a niche for yourself and your practice. It also just be a really good way for you to leverage your network of current clients, mm-hmm. right? Finding those that you can relate to and understand. So for example, like I'm the major breadwinner in my home. If I had to choose clients I'd work with, I'd probably also find myself working with other major breadwinners. I, that's where my commonality is. I probably wouldn't have as much common ground with like the single run household or maybe the stay at home parent, right? To me, I feel like I most identify with that group and therefore I'd be more authentic with them. So just examples like that. I, I've seen many financial advisors, well, they they were raised by a single mom. So that's their why. They want to help their mom, individuals like their mom in regards to their finances. So ask yourself, do you currently have a segment, for example, of male clients who you enjoy working with or have done specialized planning for? And if you consider, if you have that cluster of clients who are, for example, lawyers, veterans, et cetera, they're primarily male, use that expertise to help advise women in that same professional segment, right? So this is just one of the many skills that you can incorporate within your daily practice to really engage and prospect with new women. I love that. You've got to find your niche. You've got to find where your strengths are and focus on that. But I I love it. But you also talked about working within your commonality I want to bring that back to the investment side a little bit here and ask Carrie a question too, because I love the fact that we can get in front of like-minded individuals, but there's got to be some sort of unique challenges that women are facing in investments, investing today. Carrie, do you want to share a little bit more about that as we transition from getting in front of the clients again, back to the solution? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things, the average woman today, statistics tell us, holds 40% of her investment portfolio in cash. So Kirsten, that's outside of savings and checking accounts. It's actually in her investment portfolio, statistically in domestic US, a woman is holding 40% of her portfolio. Now, if we're investing in short duration instruments that are providing now finally some compelling compelling results, that's one thing, but this happens to be over, over time a durable statistic that women have outsized positions in cash, not a short-term tactical commentary to take advantage of some of those increased yields that we're currently experiencing. The other is that there's a wide misperception of women investors. You often hear women are risk averse. That's patently false. And research has proven that out time and time again. Women are risk aware. There's been a number of academic studies that that show that women actually, when they have the same amount of information, take even more incremental risk, whether it is in athletics, business, medicine, or otherwise. So that's why closing this literacy gap and making these connections to clients creates a powerful catalyst for us 
to help these women take money off the sidelines and get invested. Because as you'll see in the model portfolios for women, we have a distinctly different investment portfolio recommended to us by the largest model provider program and portfolio managers that exist in the world today with Lisa O'Connor, Michael Gates, and the entire target, target allocation model portfolios team in combination with our LifePath team as well. The extensive research they've done in this area is it's quite exciting. I actually got goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. Thinking about Jen's presentation, what she was just saying, trans, like really just going into the solution and in the power of what you said. Goosebumps because 41%, they're going to be not getting into retirement, living the life that they want or taking care of themselves in the manner if we're not out there sharing, educating, and helping them. So how has the receptivity and the adoption look like of the model portfolios for women? I think it's important to see or hear more about how much success you're having with this. Thank you. It's been really unique for the firm overall, Kirsten, because we've come together from every part of the firm in order to create this solution, which is relatively unique for most Fortune 500 firms. We tend to work within our own businesses. We had such a passion across the investment platform Some of the most well-known portfolio managers within BlackRock that you see on CNBC every day over the last year and a half as these were finalizing emails flying back and forth of things we needed to be thinking about, things in the news. We've had a terrific response, whether it's the, the big launch that we did at the NASDAQ last summer. We had a terrific social media opportunity there. We, we had so many people flooding our Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, those are great places to follow BlackRock. And Oh, I'm a fan girl. Don't worry. Yeah, I love it, Kirsten. Thank you. So see different things like this and things we're doing within the firm that are unique. And now that we have over six months of track record as well, and to your point, really connecting the why, the education of why women need a different portfolio construction with these solutions is very important. And also getting the message out that this isn't a social screen on a portfolio or on an equity position of companies that do do well for women. It's, it's not that. It's standard building blocks of a portfolio, how we construct that with these different inputs over a woman's life experience to create a better long-term outcome for our savings and investing. We've also invested as a firm in a public website for end investors because we felt so strongly that while we are working really hard through our financial advisors, we do not have a direct business in any way. We, We believe in this education. It's why we invest in it. We wanted to create an opportunity for women to learn who don't have means to work with a financial advisor. So if you Google BlackRock, Women in Investing, There are some just financial literacy pieces out there that women can take advantage of and and access and and learn a little bit more as well. Since you're speaking towards women's literacy, how can we better understand women's needs, preferences, and behaviors when it comes to spending and managing their money? So there's some great research out there, whether it's our industry partners, most major firms are doing a tremendous amount of work in this area because let's face it, one of our awesome competitors who I adore called women, the next emerging market, the transfer of wealth. And really, as I touched on earlier, the earning power of woman today in her mid forties is what we've been talking about for almost two decades this wave of wealth coming into the hands of women 
is critically important to address. It is beneficial for all of us from a financial perspective, but also just the opportunity to learn is out there for all of us. If we access the research, we mentioned all of our resources at BlackRock, we understand that while we're so fortunate to work with all of you, you probably have other partners with whom you enjoy working, who are great partners and provide other solutions as well. We'd love to work with them. Touch on the convening power of the industry. This isn't a BlackRock that's going to change the world for every woman. We would love that. But we all have to self-reflect, have a sense of agency around helping women today, take it upon ourselves to do the work, to educate ourselves, do the research, and then be vocal about providing the solution. It's one thing to learn. It's another to take action. And I would just ask all of your advisors after learning today to have this conversation with the women in their in their book, even the women, try it out at women in your personal life. See if it's of interest to them to hear what makes a portfolio for a woman substantially different than a standard portfolio they may be getting somewhere else. I love that. I am so grateful and thankful that, that you two have joined me here this morning. It's been it's been great for my own well-being. I just love hearing you speak and tell your stories and, and provide so much. In closing, is there any last thoughts or advice you'd like to give to our advisors out there listening? So one, I would, I would say personally, thank you. International Women's Day is coming up March 8th. Mother's Day in early May. These are two great short-term opportunities in your calendar to structure client conversations around this new learning journey that you're on and the opportunity you have to prospect and bring in some new, new clients that you're serving in a different way. So again, Kirsten, thank you for this opportunity and the trust that you place in all of us every time you decide to invest with BlackRock. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen. Any closing words from, from you? Yeah, I would just say that when you're, of course, when you're trying to tackle a new goal or a new topic, right, can tend to feel overwhelming. There's a lot out there. Carrie and I both mentioned so much in the last half an hour. Just keep in mind, you're not alone. This is why we're here. We are here to help you attain those goals. We have so many resources here at BlackRock. It's probably one of the reasons why I love and adore working here is that we have so much to offer. We can help you with providing this education, giving educational pieces. We we can even do it for CE. If you, you want to get one hour of CE credit or more, we have coaching sessions where we could provide coaching to you and or your team. We can help you just overlook your, your business, see kind of where we can help you attain certain goals that you want, or maybe see areas that we can help you improve. Again, so many resources. You're not alone. All it is, is just a matter of ask, right? Just reach out to your team and, and we're here to provide any help that you might need. And, and we look forward to doing so. And again, thank you so much for having us. Oh, and the pleasure is all mine. Jen and Carrie, thank you so much for being here. And thank you, BlackRock, for being our partner in our holistic planning. So anybody listening, our advisors listening today, please reach out to Prosperity Capital Advisors, our, your team there. They're going to have access to the information that Jen and Carrie provided, or you can reach out to myself. We're here again, like Jen said and Carrie said, we're here to support, empower, and really help you take your business to the next level. And whatever you do today, make it a great day. And thank you so much for listening.
This recording was created by C2P Enterprises and is for advisor use only. Opinions of the guests may not represent the opinions of C2PE.